You are listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with me, Anna Parker Naples. We're going to be sharing what it takes to build a powerful podcast that explodes your personal brand and brings in profit. We are audiopreneurs, changing lives one listener at a time. In this episode, I want to talk through what are the best ways for you to monetize your podcast. And I want you to get intentional about opening yourself up to some different possibilities here. Now, my belief is that for business and entrepreneurship, uh, the best and most important thing is that you are promoting your own products and services. And in fact, I'm part of a mastermind with several other podcasting top-end producers in the UK. We had a discussion about this just the other week, that if you're doing your podcast to build your own business, the most important thing is to talk about your own products and services and build your own funnel above and beyond, then looking for sponsorship. And I'm going to give more of an overview in this episode. And in future episodes, I will then talk a little bit more about the specifics of how to make some of these elements happen. So the first thing is your podcast, if you're using it intentionally, should act like the top of a funnel. So in a funnel strategy, you're wanting as many people of the right people to come and listen, to feel close to you, to feel really inspired by your content, to want to sign up for your freebie, to be not only listening to your show, but engaging with your your emails and your newsletters, engaging in your socials so that they feel much more ready to purchase from you. So the first thing I would say is how intentional are you being with making your podcast an effective top end of your funnel? And that doesn't mean just once in a blue moon saying, check out the link in my show notes. That's not enough. If you want your podcast to be a really valuable asset for your business, it has to, you have to be constantly leading people towards opting in if you're going to use this as part of your funnel. And the interesting thing is that when people opt in to your email list through a system such as ActiveCampaign or MailChimp or some of the other CRM systems, you aren't necessarily going to know that they've come from your podcast. So you might want to find ways of going back to your audience and finding out how did you hear about me? Maybe getting them to on their first email that you send to them. Maybe you have a button that they press if they've heard about you on a podcast so that you are starting to get information and able to track where people are coming from. I don't want this to just be some haphazard thing that you don't think about. With every show that we consult on, this is the starting point. What is the show for? What are you promoting? What offers and services sit behind the show? Because that gives us so much more clarity in what has to go into the creation of of the entire show, but actually each individual episode as well. So the next thing then, above and beyond taking people into your funnel, are you, once you're out of launch, I never ever think that this is the right strategy at launch, are you regularly using your show to talk about your products, offers and services? And again, not just being a casual throwaway comment that you make towards the end of an episode, but that you talk about with much more ease and flow throughout the body of the episode topic. I don't think on a traditional weekly podcast that we want to be super heavy in talking about our products and services. But if you don't ever mention them, how will anybody ever know that they are there for them? And importantly around that, not only do you want to go into a little bit about the offers that you have and how they work and potentially showcasing some client testimonials, 
but also giving a clear call to action so that people know the best way to take the next step with you. Call to actions are so important in podcasts. You've got to think you're actually in somebody's ear giving them an instruction. People don't do things unless they're invited to or they feel welcome to take action. So give some thought to how or how not you are promoting your own products and services and how can you make that integral to the episode. Next up is affiliates links. So affiliate links can work really well for either other entrepreneurs who may have a program that you feel aligned to or for products and services that you already are using. So for example, we have affiliate links in my business for Riverside, which is how I'm recording this episode today. We have them for Captivate. We have them for Libsyn, which are various um, podcast hosting platforms. I also have affiliate deals with Amazon. So if ever I mention a book and I tell you to go to the show notes, it's pretty much going to be the affiliate link for Amazon or Audible that will be in those links. And whilst this isn't a huge amount of revenue, as your show grows, those things can make a difference. Obviously, if you're co-supporting someone as an official affiliate for a launch that they're doing and they have a program that is thousands and thousands of pounds or dollars, then you might be getting a sizable cut. So you want to think about how can you begin to develop these affiliate relationships? And this is actually a way that people begin to test the waters for sponsorship on their show. Because those affiliate links can be, and those affiliate products or services can be things that you mention in your everyday chat on your show, or they could be created as official advert spots on your show, which would, I guess, get you prepared for when you're then pitching to sponsored ad companies. And I actually know of a number of podcasters who have really liked a product or service and started out as an affiliate and then through the affiliate scheme on somebody's website and had good results and then contacted the company afterwards to say, hey, look, we're driving some pretty good sales for you here. How about we talk about an ongoing sponsorship deal? Now, in order to get an affiliate link, a lot of online companies and software companies have affiliate pages. So what I would advise you to do is go to the service that you're willing to promote that you really do believe in and literally put into Google affiliate program. Do they have an affiliate program? And very often this is actually tucked away on the bottom of a homepage. There might be a link right at the bottom that says affiliate program or referral partners. That's what you want to do. Most of the time you have to apply and that can take, you know, 24 hours to 72 hours, maybe a bit beyond. Sometimes you have to share information about where you're going to be promoting, sharing potentially the site of your podcast, the links to your podcast, and maybe even your blog page as well. Some people who run affiliate schemes want to make sure you're serious and they don't just allow anybody to do it. But this can be a great way to get a bit of a kickback. And particularly if the affiliate link that you use has an ongoing referral scheme. So for example, something like Zoom that most of us use for business. Well, if they have an affiliate, I don't know if they do. I didn't check that before I started this episode, disclaimer. Then if they, if people were paying every month and they'd signed up through your link, would you then be getting a kickback every single month? And you can see over time, that if you have enough of these affiliate links, it can actually be a nice, healthy income stream for you. The next thing then is sponsored ads. And again, I'm going to cover this in quite some detail in another episode in a few weeks time. But sponsored ads, you could either go to what is essentially a podcast broker who will pitch you 
on your behalf to companies. Now, the downside to that is generally the big companies want you to have thousands and tens of thousands of downloads per episode before they'll consider you. But that doesn't need to stop you. If you're much earlier on, but you have a niche audience, I would advise that you start looking at companies who would want to get in front of your audience that you feel very, very comfortable talking about and approach them with a bespoke package deal. Now, inside my profit podcast Profit Maker course, we do go into not only how you make that pitch, things you need to have got together beforehand, but also the best approaches and some indication of stats and figures that you could be suggesting what those packages might look like. The next thing then is merchandise. This is actually incredibly simple to set up with all sorts of online sites. I'm going to do an episode just on merchandise too, a little bit later on. But we set this up for my son. When he was 10 and we went into lockdown, he was desperate to start a podcast. He was actually even more desperate to start a YouTube channel and we weren't very keen I know, dull, boring parents. We weren't very keen on his face being out in the world when he's so young. So we said that he could start a podcast. Now, the reason he wanted a YouTube channel was because he wanted to sell merch. And actually, once we'd recorded the intro, outro and first episode of that podcast, he didn't do anything further with it. Much to my sadness. But what he did do is go and create on a couple of different sites some merchandise. I actually have one of his mugs, his podcast concept, it was called Life as a 10-Year-Old Boy. <laughs> no, Life as a 10-Year-Old, even more, because he wanted it to, to work for everybody. And he created mugs and t-shirts and bags. And actually, quite a few people in our wider world were so impressed he'd gone and done it that they they did go and purchase things. My mum, granny, went and bought lots and lots of them. But he got a really sizable kickback for that. And it took him less than 10 minutes to set the whole thing up. And he was 10. So that is how easy merchandise can be. As I said, I'm going to dive into this much more in another episode. But just know that this could be a way to elevate your brand status uh, without you having a huge outlay in the first place. And then I want to talk a little bit about premium level content. So we're seeing this much more across the board in podcasting platforms now. So traditionally, it was Patreon who was the market leader with this, where people would pay a subscription as a reward, essentially, to the podcasters or YouTubers or artists or whatever for the fact that they are giving their valuable time and expertise to creating great content. Now, what this means is that some content is then sitting behind a paid wall. And that means that maybe that's bonus episodes, maybe that's the uncut version, maybe that's additional information that you're giving away or full transcripts or something that you're giving away behind that paywall. It isn't just Patreon, you can do it with these days. Apple now have a service where you can have premium level content just on Apple. Spotify have something similar, but theirs goes out across the board. But there are many more ways that you can do it. I'm not sure that for my business, that's the right way to go. So we haven't tested it for my business. I'll be open about that because there is much more money for us in our business to be made if we tell you much more about our own products and services or look for sponsored partnerships. But it might be something you want to consider. And again, we will cover this in much more detail later on. And then finally, I can't finish an episode about ways to make money from your podcast without telling you about my podcast sales funnel, Trademarked Concept, which is a complete series, 10-part complete series podcast that only is for the purpose of 
telling your listeners, your potential clients, exactly the nitty gritty content that happens within your product or service, where you're handling all of their objections, where you are leaning in to the benefits, you're showcasing testimonials, you're showcasing case studies, and essentially sharing absolutely everything. And the reason people would be listening to the podcast sales funnel of your own offer is because they have a serious interest, but don't have much time to get on a call with you. And we've seen this elevate our sales by 400% month on month for a three month period since we released it. So that is our podcast sales funnel, which you can find out much more about at www.annapn.co forward slash funnel. If you know that you want to get intentional about making money off your show, we do have lots of trainings inside my podcast, Profit Maker, which again, it's completely self-study and you can go and grab now at www.annapn.co forward slash profit. Thank you for listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with Anna Parker Naples. I'd love to invite you to come over and find my free and friendly community over on Facebook, where you can tell us about your plans to explode your brand and drive in profits using the power of podcasts. Because we are audiopreneurs changing lives one listener at a time.